I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I am also an introvert. And I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater maker, and I am also an introvert. And this is the Introvert's Guide to... If you want to drop us a line, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. And if you want to send us a message, you can do that through the website, or you can email us at introvertsguide2stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like the podcasts and you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Your comments and ratings help new people find the show. But even better, whether you listen on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, if you know someone that might like The Introvert's Guide to, tell them about it. Some of our favorite podcasts became our favorites because someone told us about them. So, uh... How are you doing these days, Jess, with all the social distancing and the quarantine and the whatever? Blissful? Is it (laughs) euphoria that I feel? Is Is it... (laughs) What is this feeling? Mm -mm, What indeed. Um, uh, Describe that. What's, what's, What's been making you feel so good? Well, aside from the fact that I have memorized all 50 states and their capitals and can put them on a map, uh, it's definitely... This, hold on, back up. Just in case <laughs> somebody missed a previous episode where I think you might have mentioned it a few times. Um, this was your this was your, your quarantine uh, project? Yeah, everyone was like, I'm going to learn how to make sourdough bread. I'm going to learn a new language. And Jess, your, your good pal here, decided to... <laughs> Uh, at least memorize all 50 states and their capitals and put it on a map. Wow. I have succeeded. I can do it in under five minutes. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a feat. I have now moved on to learning to snap a card from one hand into the other so I can seem more impressive than what I actually am. Snap a card Yeah. So like, from I'm one hold- hand to another. Is this for like... You want to be seem really epic in your 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 local Uno game? Uh, you know, a little bit. I also imagine like doing like you know just some sort of like show in the future, and I'm like you know just engaging with the audience, and just suddenly out of nowhere, I've just snapped a card into the other hand. Like I, <laughs> I just I just want to be impressive. That is my goal during quarantine is just to be a little bit, just have these weird flexes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But aside from the from these projects, how are you how are you doing? Doing daily mental health check-ins has been more important and more of a priority. I've definitely taken time to just be quiet and be more mindful for myself. because uh, earlier on I, I definitely had a routine going. Uh I think I was able to accomplish like have some sort of productivity. But I think just because we've been in quarantine, how long have we been in quarantine for now, actually? Um, I don't know. It's over 100 days. Woof. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. technically, the the province of Ontario, where we live, officially went into the the state of emergency around March 15th. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So 
I think it became important to start shifting the focus from getting used to this climate and now, okay, I have to be, I have to live within my, I, I have to live within the space. I have to be okay with not seeing family. I have to be okay with not seeing my friends uh, and just be okay with the way things are right now. Um, and of course, that's a lot easier said than done. So me having depression, anxiety, currently I do not take medication. Um, having meditative time to myself to at least engage in how I feel, I've been a lot better, I think. I, I think in actually a more a better way to put it is just more mindful of how I'm spending the day and what I'm engaging with. And uh Okay, here's here's the big one. Aside from family, do you miss people? Ooh. I have this I miss work right now. And I, I miss my coworkers, but I know, and this is nothing on them. I just know as soon as I step into the office and I actually sit down at my desk for a shift, I know I'm going to want to go home. And I know that I'm actually going to miss quarantine. <laughs> what? No, I don't. I think that's more of a laugh of, of, of recognition. <laughs> right? <laughs> I yeah like I I know I'm gonna miss quarantine when this is all over and like quote unquote we're going back to north which FYI there is no going back to the way things were but certainly there will be changes and there will be a new normal but I know I'm going to miss quarantine mm. I am certainly going to miss being alone and people going man I wish we could hang out but you know what and when this whole thing is is done let's hang out and that time will come. And when it comes, know that I have all brand new excuses to cancel. <laughs> Just know I have been crafting. <laughs> have you really? I I may have been looking at more uh, outlandish uh, excuses. <laughs> more? Yeah, it's me. Yes. It's me. I I don't I don't just say, "Oh, listen, today's not looking good" or like, you know, Hey, you know, I have a, something came up, a little family emergency. No, it's listen, my house is getting like robbed at the moment, but like I know who the person is, so I kind of have to go like it's an action-packed thriller of an excuse. So you still cannot just say I just don't have it in me? <laughs> no. <laughs> After after all this time, you, you are still unable to just be honest and say, I just can't. I can't. And you know what? I've decided <laughs> I am I am going to use this excuse on you. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna be, we're gonna have to record, and I'm gonna go, you know what? Today's the day. <laughs> If you're like, my house is being robbed, I'm going to be like, listen, if you just don't feel up to it, just say no. so. And then I'll just fight y'all. Like, no, Phil, really, I mean it. Like, the police are on their way. Like, Wow. Wow. This is wow. brutal. It really is. It I'm really sorry. Is. I'm sorry. <laughs> how have you been doing? How, how are you? I was born for this. Yeah. I was made for this. I... I will say that uh, having to work from home as well as stay at home is a bit of a challenge 
Um, mm. I used to have a walk to work and a walk from work and changing locations is a, is an important thing in terms of like getting through the day. And also I live in a basement apartment. And so as the, as there's light outside, I still don't, I still don't see it. It's about the same as it was, uh, in winter, as far as light goes. Um, I'm still working by indoor lights. There's no going outside for breath of air or anything like that. There's, it is the the problem of living in a basement oh, and yeah, no, working I, I in a basement. That. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, the not seeing many people, that's glorious. That's like, and I'm mm. sorry for all the people that I love, but I have to admit for the most part, I'm okay. In fact, for the most part, I'm doing pretty well. Do you find that maintaining your social circle since quarantine has been, for lack of a better word, easier? Would would you say there's just there's something about that makes easier with touching base with friends because you you have this long breather from socializing regularly and daily? I would say it's like there's less pressure to connect. Like I can go long periods of time without checking in with somebody and nobody gets offended. We're all kind of at a certain level of exhaustion. And so it's almost like if I'm not checking in every, like every couple of weeks or something, nobody's pissed. Mm -hmm. That said, um, I miss options. I miss, and there are friends of mine that I would love to go for a coffee with. Mm-hmm. I would love to see their faces in person, but I don't, I don't get to do that. Well, you know, and that's, you know, just before we started recording, we were talking about how people are not distancing themselves and this is going to create mm. a second spike if we're not careful. And it's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility that to miss somebody and not actually give in to the feeling that we have to go see them. Well, there's also, I mean, you, I have friends who are doing socially distant visits. Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll meet in a park and put down uh, like a, a blanket and they're six feet apart and they're hanging out, but not mm-hmm. close. Um, there, of course, there's also the added complication that when you see your friend after so long, you really want to hug them, mm-hmm. which you can't do. Right. No. I do think that I would be having a more difficult time if I wasn't in a relationship where I could see the person. Right. My girlfriend, Melanie, and I have been essentially for this quarantine, the only people that we see. Mm -hmm. And so I've been able to, on the weekends, see her. If, If it wasn't for that, I would probably be more stir crazy than I, than I am right now. Oh yeah. That, that'd be difficult. I, I, you know, I do feel for the couples that really don't get to see each other or yeah. Like if something was, you know, not long distance where it's like, you know, you're halfway across the country already, but like, you know, if you're neighboring towns and you made it your mission to see each other every weekend, you can't do that. Like, man, I feel for you because I'd be tough. Well, there's also the situation like we we have the privilege to both live alone. Right. 
And if either of us had roommates, then we probably wouldn't be able to do a thing where we could see each other mm-hmm. because that brings roommates into the into the into the factor. And then you have to worry about about all of that. Right. I have kind of made a decision, though, about when we are able to see people and not have a mask and and not keep at a distance. Mm-hmm. Handshakes are out for me. Mm-hmm. I am hugging my friends. I don't care. That's the new greeting for me is I, I'm hugging unless they're like non-huggers. But like for the most part, I'm hugging. And that's oh. kind of a departure for me. Yeah. What's been your biggest challenge in all of this? Not beating myself up uh, that, that I'm not doing anything creative. I have decided to, I was doing some writing every day, you know, just doing like 10, 20 minutes every day to write, but I'm not getting any tangible ideas. So I think the biggest challenge is that I had to stop going so hard on myself for not producing some like gold. <laughs> I, I just can't do it right now. So I think I've been trying to shift the focus over to more like art therapy. Um, I've been, I've been cracking out some watercolors and, and just some of my, uh, my, uh, my inks and trying to create something as, as a means of just keeping that skill exercised rather than doing it because I'm going to produce something. I I haven't produced anything in two years and I don't plan on rushing into another project for the sake of doing it. Um, And I, and I think with quarantine that presents a lot of pressure to have something to produce or to, again, take it easy and, and just not do anything. So I'm trying to find this middle ground And and I'm trying to remember that if you didn't produce anything in in two years, you're not going to find anything you really want to produce while you are in the same space and just being stagnant. To sort of build on that, the when when this started, when the quarantine, and I know technically we are not under quarantine, and technically we are not under lockdown, but these are 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 shorthand phrases to describe the state of emergency where we're supposed to shelter at home and not leave and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when it started, there were all of these posts that I would see that, that said things like, if you don't come out of this situation with a new skill or a new side hustle, then the problem was never time. Or Shakespeare wrote King Lear when he was in quarantine. What are you going to do? Oh. And at first I was like, oh my God, of course. Now there's, I, now there, you know, we can do it. And every time I would open a notebook or a computer file on my computer, I would be like, Nope. Yeah, no, that's, that's awful. It is. It's a lot of pressure. And I was, I was really beating myself up about it until I saw a post about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Are you familiar with it? I am. Yes. Yeah. So for those who aren't Maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically a pyramid of the things that you need to, to not just survive, but to thrive. And you start at the bottom, the basis of the of the pyramid is psychological needs like food, air, water, those things. And then you go to safety, which is, you know, personal security, employment, resources, money, health, that sort of thing. And then you get to love and belonging and esteem. And then finally, self-actualization, which is where you could you'd be able to be creative. 
But throughout all of this, we've essentially been at level two, worrying about safety and security and do we have enough to get by? Mm-hmm. Which is why like, you can't be creative under those circumstances. No, absolutely not. And I mean, like, get me, not only are we going through this pandemic, we also are in our, we're in a high political point right now. Mm, there, there yeah. is a lot going on right now that I don't feel I can be creative under these circumstances. And if I did, if I was able to, would I want to put anything out there at this time or, you know, just better to take a back seat with this, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's certainly certainly a question. I always say, if you get inspired, right, mm-hmm. create something. But if 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 you are not feeling that, don't push it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you go to the gym, and yes, I've gone to the gym. We've, I mean, <laughs> we've talked about exercise. We've talked about all of that, and and gym life, and how I don't go to the gym, but once long ago, I went a couple of times, and I did the thing. That is sort of like an allegory for what I'm describing. If you don't have the juice to uh, to to create and you try to push it, mm-hmm. is I overworked out my arms to the point where I could not lift them above shoulder level. Ooh. And at the time, I had a job where I consistently had to lift things off a hanger that was above my head. Ooh. So um, that presented some complications. So if you, if you work too hard, you're going to push too hard and you might, you can't sprain the creative muscle, but you might drain it, wring it out a little too much. You might uh, sour it for yourself. So if you don't feel it, don't push it. Absolutely. Have you, okay. Have you rearranged your apartment? Have you rearranged it at all? Have you felt the need to? I have not. Well, I mean, in terms of um, ultimately a workspace, I've made a few minor adjustments, mostly in terms of 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 um, uh, getting a, a, like a standing desk extension so that I can like stand at the table that I work at. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I do a lot of video stuff, uh, a backdrop to to help and some some baffles and some backdrop to help uh, uh, eat up some of the echo. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of rearranging the apartment, I'm just one guy and mostly lazy, so no. <laughs> Fair enough. How about you? Have you have you made any any big changes to your apartment setup? Uh well, like see, I I've been moving during quarantine slowly but surely. I've been oh, doing some moves. Of course, yes. Yeah, so it's it's been really difficult. I have half of my things, and um, you know, just to put it out there, I took over my grandparents' condo. Um. So I haven't had much time to rearrange, but I have had a lot of time to consider how I want cabinets organized and what I want, you know, the storage closet to be. And I just, I have been so inspired on that front at the very least that I find I have started a Pinterest account. Oh, Jess. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I have a whole board dedicated to succulents. It's great. I'm okay. Succulents. You're so you're going to be one of those cactus growing people. You know it. <laughs> you know it. I am going to have all the succulents. <laughs> I mean, aside from the succulents, what kind of things are on your Pinterest board for your for your home? 
uh, bookshelves, mug collections. Uh, I've got more fauna of boards, like just because I, I am more of a fauna than a flora person uh, personally. Um, bed sheets. I've been looking, I've just been very, I've been feeling very domestic lately. It's kind of what we got. Yeah. Why not? I mean, like I resisted the urge to purge. Oh, I, so proud I, of you. Oh, thank you. I was so disappointed in how many times I have passed by a donation bin and it's packed to the brim full of stuff and it's been rained on. It's, it's just the heat's gotten to it. It's mm-hmm. that's, that's really sad. And it was just really sad to see. And it was just like, I can't, I can't do this. So like, yeah. obviously I just found a way to pack it away. So that way it's out of the way, but did resist the urge to purge. But when you've got nothing else to do and you are just sitting around your place, I mean, I know I wasn't creatively inspired, but I needed to fall in love with where I live again. Mm. That certainly mm-hmm. needed to happen for me or else the space was definitely just going to feel stale. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from, aside from that, I mean, you're the place that you're move the, 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 your grandparents condo has, has more window space, if I recall, than the place that you, that you were in. Yeah. Well, we were, we were in a basement uh, bedroom as well. And for me, I need to see the sun, but now I have an abundance of it as one whole wall is all windows. Ooh. Oh, it's glorious. And the, the windows do face the West which is even better because now I've got like a gorgeous sunset every night and it's, Oh, just does me, does me health some wonders. And do you have like a backyard? Can you go out into a backyard or Uh, or outside? I have have a little patio, like a little balcony patio thing, not a balcony patio. Um, And there is a, um, there's a social common area with some barbecues. So I do get, you know, a nice, a nice view of what people are cooking and they're all distancing. Of course, I find this condo is mm-hmm. really good for distancing and, and just, uh, um, complying with the, with whatever advice they're given. So that's good. Um, so I, I do have a nice view and the landscaping's beautiful. There's a fountain and it's just, I'm, I'm loving where I am. Mm, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the, we've talked about the best things, the challenges, that sort of thing. You all of this, um, if somebody is, you know, we're, we're sort of going through this and, and if, if you've been, let's say you live alone and you're, you're really unable to get together with your friends, maybe just now you're starting to, to, to think about having a social distanced, uh, get together in a park somewhere. Are there, are there any things, any advice that you would give somebody to, to, to make it until that day to, 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 to hang on until they got to see their friends? Yeah, you know, for me, I would say, why not write down the people that you're going to see, write down one sentence about what you missed about seeing that person in person. You know, so for me, I, 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 uh, I wrote my friend a little card whenever I did get to see her from a distance. And it was just, I enjoy your sunshine and energy. And it was just something I, to remind myself of why, why I hold the people in my life very dear. Um, be present in the moment and just remember that even though we are introverts, we are still humans and relationships do matter. And when you do get to go see your loved ones in person, be intentional and be very mindful about it. Uh, So yeah, take that, take that opportunity to tell somebody what it was that you missed about them. 
Shall we take a look at social media? Yes. And we got a lot of responses, so I want to take some time to to go through those and 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 some of these may require may be some follow up for us uh, in those. So we asked, all right, fellow introverts, we've been in quarantine slash lockdown slash isolation for over a hundred days. How are you doing? Do you miss people? What are your tips for going forward? How do you feel about a potential return to quote unquote normalcy? Uh, Joshua said, unexpectedly, I found myself to be more socially drained during lockdown because more of my out-of-town friends and family want to video chat or play online games with me. As a result, I found it hard to create time to be alone because I'm bad at saying no when others ask to video chat or play games. Two solutions that I finally came up with are to go for long runs and or to wake up an hour or two earlier than normal to have some morning time to myself before work. Oh yeah, I get that. When this first started, everybody I found was, you know, and I don't hold, I'm no way resentful of this, but I did have a lot of family and friends message me and want to talk and want to check in to see how I'm doing and if there's anything they can do. Right. And that's great. A lot of good intentions, but yeah, no, I definitely feel that it was very draining at first. Yeah, absolutely. At first. I mean, it seemed like Every time I turned around, there was a new Google Hangout or or a new then Facebook introduced like rooms. And then mm-hmm. there's like every there's a new app and suddenly I'm you're I'm figuring out Zoom and then I'm figuring out this and I'm figuring out that. And there's so many different things and everybody wants to have some kind of uh, um, video conversation. Mm. It was very, I mean, very, very draining. And I have noticed as time goes on that 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 has died out with its it's not as regularly happening as it was. Mm-hmm. But um, for a while there, it was certainly, certainly draining. Mm-hmm. Claudia says, I've found it tougher coming out of lockdown than going in. Where did the peace and quiet go? <laughs> Wondering the same thing, Claudia. I definitely feel that like, oh, yeah, as as you know, stuff is happening. I I was on a streetcar going past one of the major malls in the downtown area here, and there were more people there than I've ever seen because the mall just opened for the first time this weekend. And it was insane. And I kept thinking, like, this is wrong. It's like uh, there's a certain anxiety when I see people starting to crowd up. Yeah, our our reign has come to is coming to an end. I feel <laughs> the introverts are being chased away now. <laughs> no, no, no. We we just learned that we had some power during the during the quarantine. That 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 we were in in some ways the ones that our extrovert friends were like coming to for. We were the ones that were calm enough to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Jesse says, I've been as busy or not busier. Jesse says, I've been as busy, if not busier than before. I've been isolating up in Barry, get to hang out with my family and have a market for stuff I'm selling. I got CERB, which is the, the, the Canadian benefit and I'm doing really well. Also been able to donate lots and help whenever I can through caremongering groups. Plus my mom's rescue cat had kittens, which are a joy every day. I have over 3000 pics of them. Oh, 
Oh, Jesse, if you want to post some of those kitten pics and, and tag us in that, I'd be pretty happy. Yes, Jesse, please. I think that we all want to see those some of those 3,000 pics. Although if you were going to post all of them, I mean, I don't think anybody would complain because kittens are adorable. Oh my gosh, little freaking fluffy balls. Oh, <laughs> that's my, that's my, I can't handle anything. Is it? Is it? Are you? That's, now, I freak out. <laughs> are, do you feel cute aggression? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is this a, yeah. It, do other people? Oh, I get pretty aggressive when things are cute. <laughs> I worked with a girl who I, I showed her a picture of the cat that I used to have. And her response was, oh, my God, it's so cute. I want to punch something. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's, there's a word in a community. <laughs> yes, yes, there is, there is. I'm so glad I could give you that, Jess. Oh, <laughs> That's it. This, in- this podcast is done. We're signing off. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Scott said, I'm doing well, but the system shock from going to a protest with a lot of people is unreal. It drains my batteries much faster than it used to. I think because my resilience is out of practice. Ooh, that's a good perspective. I think that's an important thing to think about as we come out of this. Absolutely. I mean, extroverts, maybe like they're going to be running out the doors gathering in groups and and wanting to do things for hours on end and we may start with that kind of enthusiasm but we're out of practice like scott says Mm -hmm. um and we're gonna have to pace ourselves yeah i think so i mean like it's tempting to take it all in in one day right but honestly if you can sparse that out as far as possible you're doing everyone a favor could potentially slow down that second spike. Yeah. I would say, I would say one thing is that maybe if as all of your friends are like, we're all going to get together and you say, I, how about you and I go for coffee? Yes, absolutely. How about you and I meet one-on-one build up to a big group gathering? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if I, you know, just on a note with that, if anyone gives you a problem about it, you know, I'm not saying to get get aggressive back at them and just remind them of the facts, but just be respectful and stand your ground. Okay, and remember, not everybody is is going is on the same side. We, you know, we we've had a few incidences now where beaches are packed, parks are packed, and people are tempted and feeling under pressure to join. And if you are someone that doesn't feel comfortable doing those things, it's more important than ever during global pandemic to say what you need. And if you just want to go for a coffee with somebody one-on-one distanced, what have you, you need to do it and don't let anybody make you feel bad for that. Absolutely. And, and, and even when whatever, however long it takes for this to end and when it does and everybody starts gathering in groups, remember that like Jess is saying, you can't be expected to just run in. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, we're all, I, I'm, I'm way out of practice and I was never good at it in the first place. So um, I think if there's a group of more than three people, I got to work at that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Definitely wind up to it slow and steady. Mm-hmm. 
So Shauna says, my kids are driving me to the actual edge. They are missing their pals too, but being the focal point of attention for a 3.5 year old who is going through a need machine phase is a lot. I do miss humans more than I ever thought I would. I'm very, very ready for things to open up a bit, but the risk slash reward is not going to change our never leave home policy. The U.S. has done a a less than excellent job as a whole. And while my state is okay, and we've been flattening the curve enough to risk eating in restaurants, it's a big university town and the students are coming from all over. Without kids, I'd maybe be productive, but also more bored. You know, my sister um, has a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And... I can't stress it enough how much of a toll on her mental health it took being locked in. And my brother-in-law was not yet laid off during that time. Um, So he was at work and working overtime and it was, it was awful. You couldn't go anywhere, even for walks. She really wasn't that comfortable going anywhere. So I, I feel that, that, I mean, yeah, you'd be more bored, but again, you have those times to be more mindful with of yourself. And, and, you know, to me, just from what I've witnessed, it's not necessarily a bad thing being bored if, compared to never being able to escape. That's the thing. Right? If you're bored, you can find mm-hmm. something to do. Right? If you're bored, you could read a book. You can, I'm sure you can find something to do, even if it's something like washing the dishes. But if you can't escape, then you have fewer options. Yes, exactly. And throwing the kids out is not an option. No, no, that's frowned. That's generally frowned on. (laughs) Generally, yeah. That generally, yeah. Yeah, generally throwing the kids out or, I mean, especially at those ages, just like pushing them outside and say, go entertain yourselves, generally frowned on. Yes, this is Justin. And we should not be doing this. We are not experienced. Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Uh, Indy says, I'm finding myself hitting a low level depression slash anxiety, struggling with whether or not I should be returning to my job, working frontline in a youth group home. Is it safe? How immunocompromised am I really? And just having troubles being motivated on other things. Days slip away. I went to a small social gathering the other day outside and very physically distanced as it was in a big backyard. And it felt very strange, not bad, just weird. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to give advice on someone's experience that I I have no idea what they are experiencing day to day. Um, But coming from that place of having depression, anxiety, I would start with questions of what am I doing to keeping to keeping myself grounded during this time because yeah social interactions are going to be weird for a long time you know not we don't really have much we don't really have different topics to talk about right now because again we're in the middle of a a big global movement during a global pandemic and i think it's okay for things to feel weird um but there's definitely going to be questions on the daily you have to ask yourself um, when you are hitting the, those those lows and, and during your uh, during our bouts of depression and anxiety, and it's especially important to ask those questions while you're ruminating with that 
should I go back to work and all the, you know, you've got so much Mm. to worry about in that sense that I think it's more important than ever to make sure that you are taking those, even if it's like maybe 15 minutes just to meditate and be Mm -hmm. quiet with yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting. You you sort of mentioned the uh, conversation and the conversations they were having. Um, I don't know about you, but every time I have had a conversation with somebody, it starts with, so how are you doing? And a long pause as somebody tries to gauge Mm. how are they doing. And that's pretty much every conversation and has been for a little while. Like, and we've also run out of things to say, except for crazy stuff going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Every, (laughs) every time you ask me how I'm doing, it's. "Ah." That is the sound. That is the sound. (laughs) That's, that's that's the, the sound, sound I make. make. That's, <laughs> I mean, internally, I was making that sound in my silence. It's like this is generally the sound <laughs> that might actually be the sound of quarantine. That is this. That is it. This is the sound of quarantine. <laughs> there you I go. Wrote a song. Um, Sarah said, <laughs> "I miss the intimacy of being in rooms with other humans." I love. <clears throat> I'm going to start over. Sarah says, I miss the intimacy of being in rooms with other humans I love. And I had no idea how much hugging mattered to me until recently. Oh, I know. I love hugging. I didn't realize how much yeah. I loved it. But yeah. I do. And, 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 and just like being able to be in the same room with people. Like, you know, I haven't seen my mom in several weeks i will like since this started so it's been like since march Oof. you know i haven't seen my dad in that long i haven't seen my brother in that long you know i haven't seen another person physically in the same like physical space um except for melanie mm-hmm. that's a rare thing Oof. and i don't quite yeah it's one thing to be an introvert and choose to not see people but you always have the option and we don't have that Mm -hmm. b said i'm great but my best friend decided to stop being my friend because apparently i don't value her she's an extreme extrovert oof oof that's not a friend. No. That is that is not a friend that chooses not to know who you are and what what you need. That's That is a very one-sided friendship. Yeah. You know what? She did you a favor. It is. I mean, the thing is that that I wanted to unpack this just a little bit because um not everybody who has extrovert friends has extrovert friends who understand being an introvert. And Mm -hmm. some extrovert friends, maybe, especially at the beginning, were needing so much from their introverted friends that that it was more exhausting than if you could see them. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you haven't been able to have the conversation with your extroverted friends about what you need, this was the time to do it. But it also requires that the extrovert friend is willing to hear it. 
And it sounds like oh. in this case, they just didn't get it. Well said. It's like you're a writer. I mean, I've, I've, I dabble. I dabble. What did we learn? <laughs> you know, I think I learned that while I'm doing well, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I have been able to see another human. And that if not for that, if not for being able to see my my girlfriend now and then on the weekends, I would probably be in a worse state than I am. Which mm. sort of, you know, it, there's there's this lie that we tell ourselves as introverts that we don't need anybody. But we're human mm -hmm. and we need human interaction. We just need it on different terms than the extrovert. And so if I did not have that wonderful relationship to where I could see a physical person, um, I, I would probably be um, less mentally stable, less mentally well. I'd probably be very stir crazy and needing, it's starting to really need contact somehow. Right. So I think the lesson is that when this is over, to acknowledge the fact that while I am I am comfortable at home by myself, I still need people. Yeah, I think I've um, I focused a lot more on my relationships. Who is off? I don't mean this to sound selfish, but who is offering something positive into my life and in my growth as a person? And I have started to be more mindful of those relationships, you know, taking in more details about my friends and, you know, being more present for them. Because I would say before quarantine, you know, we, we've all heard me say it on this podcast. I will, I will check my messages just to get rid of the notifications. I would say now during quarantine, I have actually taken in those messages and <gasps> yeah, yeah, it happened. I may, I may create more outlandish excuses all right, let's <laughs> let's get one thing straight. Some things never change. But let's let's give credit where credit is due. You're reading the messages and possibly even responding. I I am responding. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I, I did think it. You should I think I you should?